I am your host, Carrie Scollin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey. Thanks for being here, and I look forward to spending some time with you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Founder Series podcast. I have a special guest on here today. I have Jenna Nelson. She is a nutritional therapy practitioner, and she's coming all the way from, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and <laughs> share, share where you're from. Uh, so hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, my name is Jenna. I'm coming to you today from uh, just outside Edinburgh in Scotland. So um, as of as we've already found out, my accent is quite strong. <laughs> I roll my R's, so I'll try to speak as slowly and clearly as possible. If not, Carrie can translate <laughs> for yes. me. Yes, yeah, we've, we've already had that quick discussion before we came on, was that if I didn't <laughs> clarify anything, I wanted to make sure that Jenna didn't get offended when I didn't really not at all. understand the word. No. So. We are we are going to dive in. We are both very similar in the way that we just want to see how this rolls out. I love what you do. I was introduced to you by a good friend of mine. So I, that introduction is always a, a great place to start because there's always a bit of trust already, you know, when you've been introduced by somebody that you know well. So I am thrilled to have you on. I'm not super um, familiar with the term nutritional therapy practitioner. So I would love it if you could kind of narrow down for us in a simplified version of what it is actually that that is what that means to you and what you do in that practice. Yeah. So um, in a nutshell, nutritional therapy is um, looking at a person holistically. Mm -hmm. So I, I often don't resonate with the nutrition part of the title because it implies it's about the food and, and it is, but it's not all of it. So holistically means looking at um, a person's environment. So um, how much stress is in their life? Um, how well do they sleep? Uh, yeah, what their diet is like, um, what support they have at home. Are there any things going on in our life? So it's looking at the whole picture because all of those factors can influence a person's health. So, I mean, we could be eating all the kale and green juicing all we want, but if we've got stress at work and we're not sleeping well and we're using coping mechanisms such as alcohol, caffeine, medications, um, overtraining, overexercising, which are all coping mechanisms, they all put a tremendous amount of stress on the, the body. And nothing in the body works in isolation. All the systems of the body work. Um, they've all got an interplay between each other. So if one system is struggling and out of balance, it has a knock-on effect with the, the other systems. So, yeah, holistically means looking at everything. And nutritional therapy is root causes. So our medical system um, in the Western world looks at um, symptoms. So what nutritional therapy does is it gets underneath that. So we want to know why. Why are these symptoms um, emerging in this person? Um, I don't diagnose, treat, or cure. I support and optimize. Um, I support my clients. Um, it sounds well, like you're in the prevention part as well. Absolutely. Like get yeah. ahead of it before it becomes. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that isn't our paradigm at the moment. I mean, I'm an idealist. I would love our paradigm to shift to this preventative model, but we're not there yet. So we have a medical system that treats 
um, an ill with a pill, basically. And yes. it doesn't empower the person to look at why. why. Why are these symptoms? So one of the most common ones is like acid reflux or indigestion. Yeah. Um, so patients get put on um, proton pump inhibitors, which suppress stomach acid. Okay. For long-term health, that's one of the, the worst things you can do because you need stomach acid to digest your food, to fight off um, viruses, um, bacteria. We need really good stomach acid. So if we're doing things that are suppressing the natural um, things that happen in our body, we're sort of collecting all these problems for future ill health further down the line. Right. So yeah, if we could move to a preventative model, that would be amazing but we are not there yet so um my role is to educate and empower people so that they can start to see the connections in their own health and start to take that power back um and if they do need to work with their um their gp they can work with someone like me i can work alongside their doctor yeah um, and help you know be that bridge for the, the patient client with the doctor um, I, so it's I, about that's awareness great Sorry. Yeah, that's such a great yeah. combination because there, there's a there's a place for both, right? Absolutely. You yeah. know, and I, when you were speaking there, it made me think of um, we have I have been going to a chiropractor since I can remember. And the way that was even explained to me was, you know, our bodies are so incredible and our mm -hmm. spine and the way, you know, if if there's one little thing that is out of alignment. it's our body can't work to the amazing potential that it has, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that just made total sense for me. I needed that visual like, okay, I need to keep everything in a line so that it can do its job and work the way yeah. it's supposed to work. So I love how you're talking about that where it is sleep, it is nutrition, it is, mm -hmm. you know, everything. It, you need it all. You do, you do. And the, the human body is phenomenal, as you said, yeah. and it? The... The human body is always striving for what we call homeostasis. So that's balance. It's always looking, and it will, it will downregulate less important systems in the body to protect the, the more important. So it's always your brain. Your brain always needs protected. Your heart, your lungs. Right. But it will your digestion will shut down. So if someone is stuck in fight or flight, so mm -hmm. they're stuck in that sympathetic dominance. There's a lot of stress in their life. They've learned this, you know response to stress is now ingrained in their body they could end up with something like ibs ibd crohn's disease celiac and eh, not celiac disease but um anything gut related mm -hmm. um, because the body is prioritizing something further upstream so it's going to shut down digestion oh so then you start to see that link with oh there's the acid reflux there's the indigestion because there's not enough stomach acid because there's a lot of stress. So everything the body does has a purpose. So that's um, where you get to is yes. getting to the root of the of the absolutely. Issue. So for somebody to I know that that a lot of what um your practice is made up of is a lot of uh, you probably help men as well. I'm just going on the women aspect of it right now. Yeah. Um do you do both? Do you absolutely. Both? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um and there and we talked a little, we touched a little bit on this before we started recording, but it was, we don't really like to label ourselves as a certain type. So mm -hmm. high achiever, overachiever, type A, but 
that's a, actually a lot of the people that you work with. Yeah. So they, they come to you with symptoms like, like you said, like fatigue or um, brain fog, or what are some of the symptoms that they come and go, I need some help with this. Yeah. And then those when you get underneath, you're like, ah, this is, you know, this is where we need to focus or does that make sense? Yeah, those two. So definitely uh, fatigue, brain fog, um, gut dysregulation, so things like IBS, um, bloating, um, weight gain, so unexplained weight gain. Um, that's a big one, particularly for women, um, where they're like, well, my diet and my lifestyle is exactly the same. Yeah. Why am I suddenly piling on weight and it's weight around the middle and they, they find that difficult to shift? Um, stress, not sleeping right not feeling um, as though when they wake up that they're fully refreshed. Yeah. Um, sudden intolerances to foods just out of nowhere that they didn't have prior. Headaches, hair loss is a big one. Um, yeah. So hair falling out, um, skin, skin issues, you name it. So much of what you just said sounds like a lot of what I was going through and I'm going through. And and a lot of that I've realized was perimenopause, mm -hmm. menopause. That that seemed to do a lot of changes in my body. I had yeah. a, I had things before that, but it, it almost heightened it. And, and it will. Yeah. Because of um, the changes that are happening so uh, rapidly in terms of hormones that are fluctuating up and down and, and changing hour by hour, yeah. those symptoms that were maybe just under the surface that you maybe just didn't notice suddenly become huge in front and center and um, and you notice them they're more apparent. But I like to think that they're they're like red flags, so they're being flagged up because your body wants you to yeah. pay attention to do yes. something about it, um, and it's knowing what to do. That's that's a challenge for a lot of people because there's so much information, so much confusion, particularly around menopause and perimenopause. There's a lot of conflicting yeah. information. So I like to simplify it and work with each person at an individual level, which is what nutritional therapy does is it personalizes that approach for that person. So you're not getting a, a blanket protocol that worked for Sally down the street. You know, that worked for Sally, but that doesn't maybe work for you. So it's personalized and unique to you and yeah. bespoke to you and moves at the pace that you want to move at as well. That's, um, it just sounds like, yeah, everybody's individual. So how one thing isn't going to work for everybody. So I think that's what really resonates with, with me to you is that you do go down those, those levels. And mm -hmm. for me starting this process, um, it's just overwhelming to me. It's overwhelming. Every time I, I hear something, it's like, eat kale, don't eat kale. That hurts your stomach lining. It's really good for you. I'm just like, I, it, there comes a point where I just want to shut it all off. Yeah. I, of I start with what, um, so I start with what foods my clients love and what foods they hate, because yeah. that gives me a really strong place to start from, because I'm not going to try and make someone eat Kale, for example, like you say, who has a complete aversion to it, it's pointless. Yeah. Um, so start with what my clients like and build from that. So take their three favorite meals, for example, mm -hmm. and then we'll try and tweak them. Can we make them, can we improve them? 
can we just work with what we've got? Yeah. Um, my clients are are women, as you mentioned. They're busy women. They're running their own businesses. They're they're time poor. They're juggling lots of plates, lots of things going on. I don't want to add to that. So I want to simplify what is quite complicated and overwhelming. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. And help them to recognize where they could prioritize themselves better. Because for me, that's a lot of the root reason mm-hmm. that stress and anxiety starts to manifest is that we are not very good at putting ourselves first. Oh, um, totally. We, totally. I, I speak for myself but, and a, a lot of clients that I've worked with, we've not been shown how to do that how to prioritize yourself because there's messaging around <laughs> be kind and help others and you know do the right thing yeah that that's great if you're given from a full cup but most of us aren't we're given from an empty cup so yes. that energy that we are barely surviving on if we're giving that to someone else we have nothing then to run on and we can see and I, i've experienced this myself clients heading into burnout so burnout isn't a recognized medical term. Your doctor will never say, oh, yeah, you're having burnout. Right. They don't like it. Yeah. Um, so the, the only medical term that relates to that is chronic fatigue um, okay. or Addison's where you've got complete adrenal failure. But, you know, if you're at that stage, that's a, you're not coming to me, you're working with someone right. specifically for that. So I like to catch the clients who are on the road to what we would call chronic fatigue, which is complete bedbound um, yeah. behavior. So that person cannot get out of bed. They cannot um, care to their own needs. They've, they've usually got a carer that comes in and looks after them. Mm-hmm. So these types of clients that are experiencing signs of burnout, which is what we've touched on, yeah. if they continue to ignore those red flags, they mm-hmm. inevitably will tip into a burnout situation. So I like to use the analogy of the the cargo ship you know if you can visualize it that cargo ship is overloading with overladen with cargo um so these are all the areas of our our lives so our our jobs and families finances health parents everything you know all all the factors that make us who we are and then suddenly um you need to jump on a long-haul flight for a, a trip from canada to europe yeah. or to, to Australia and you've got a long haul flight or you catch a virus or suddenly there's um, a stressful situation. So there's an extra additional load on that already overloaded cargo ship and it just tips the cargo ship over. That's yeah. burnout. That's when you end up in bed and you can't get out of bed. Yeah. I've had a number of people say, oh yeah, I've had burnout. And um, I like to reframe it for them. No, we haven't. You haven't had burnout. Yeah. You've experienced the road towards that. You right. you would know if you'd had burnout, you wouldn't be out of bed. And, and that's a completely different protocol. Um, so for me, this is really important to catch the, the types of people who um, could so easily just push the red flags away. Just, you know, yeah. just ignore them. Just ignore the headache. Ignore the fatigue. Just keep drinking your caffeine. Keep drinking alcohol to, to unwind and help you sleep better, you know, just to cope better. But if you yep. keep pushing those things away at some point, they will pop back up. It'll catch and, up with you, right? And in a bigger way, in a much yes. bigger way. Yeah. Yes. And and it's, again, it's, <clears throat> we live in a, a world where we talked about sometimes it's a badge of honor to be so busy. 
You know, yes. I don't have time for that. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, this is happening. This is happening. But do you feel that, I feel that there's a bit of a shift happening and it could have been in 2020 when, when everybody was forced to slow down. I, I think that was a time for me where it was just, it was like I was given permission to just, yeah. And, and it was very good for me. I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying me, that, was, me too. that was good for a lot of people. It's even hard to admit that, but for me, I just found it so like the world needed this to just come back to what's important yeah. And, yeah. and slow ourselves down. And, and I think we all got a bit of a taste of that. So now when we start to get busy again, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to be that anymore. Yeah. So we're recognizing we're more aware of those signs in our body that are telling us to slow down or take that break or step away from that relationship or that job is actually, you know, not good for your mental health or whatever. Do you, do you feel that in your um, yeah. practice? You're finding more people that are like, no, I want to, I want to tackle this. I want to, I want to stop it or before it gets too overwhelming that I can't handle it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and that was my journey too. So I was in corporate world. Um, so from the age of 17, I worked um, in office jobs and worked my way up and I was always in a, a support role. So everybody else's safe pair of hands, always, you know, fixing things for other people, crisis yeah. management. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what tipped me into that, what I would call functional burnout. So I didn't tip mm -hmm. into full on adrenal fatigue where I couldn't get out of bed. Um, it was functional burnout. So I still had the some amount of energy to get up and go, but I was going to a job that I didn't like. I didn't enjoy it. Um, so when you're right, so when lockdown happened, for me, that job was then in my house. So my house was my safe place, my sanctuary. Yes. And then suddenly my laptop was sat on my kitchen table and my colleagues can see right into my house. Um, so all of that, and then it brought up all this stuff that I was burying, all my stuff came up. Yeah. And that for me culminated in anxiety and then I had a panic attack, which I'd, I've never had before. And everything I'd learned at nutrition school, I'd just thrown out the window. It was a, I was in survival mode. Right. So yeah, I, I do see a lot of this. I can see the similarities with um, the clients that I work with. And they were put into, we were all put into this forced pause where all the distractions were taken away. We couldn't yeah. go out for dinner. We couldn't go to the movies. We couldn't do the things that we probably used to distract ourselves. Yeah. And we were just left with ourselves yes. at home. Yes. Um, and it can I do be very think, scary for some people. I, I do think it was either a make or break situation for people. Some, some people have come out of it better. Some people have not come out of it any better yes, um, I agree I totally agree but I'm a great believer in um things happen for us not to us and it's about recognizing how do I navigate this what tools yeah. do I need what do I need to learn so yeah. I, I as I say I'd thrown all my nutrition knowledge out the window and I had to piece by piece pull all that back in yeah. and I'd done I remembered the training that I'd done around chronic fatigue and that um, the personality part about um, not labeling people, but the A-type personality, the high achiever, yeah. the perfectionism, 
the people pleasing, all of that is what I was doing in my job and it was burning me out. Yeah. Um, and those were the red flags that came up for me. And I, it, it came to a culmination point where um, I left. I had no, the, the, the pain of staying was far worse than the, the unknown of sleeping. So I had to go. Yeah. Yes. But single-handedly the best thing I've ever done. Oh, um, I know. And, and it takes, it's not an easy decision to make. No, there are not. a lot of people that stay in those situations for necessity. I mean, they don't have the option, but if they, if they have to stay, at least gain some tools Yes, to help make that situation mm-hmm. as best as it can be. Yeah, right. I'm the, the, big, I'm the biggest tool yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. is awareness. Um, yeah. Most of us are walking around unaware of yeah. how even our physical symptoms relate to what we're feeling. Yes. If we're not feeling what we're feeling and then our body's throwing these red flags up, then yes. there's something to work with there. You don't have to leave your job. You don't have to leave your marriage. You don't have to right. leave the country. You know, you don't have to do these big things. You start with small changes. Um, yeah. And that's where I like to meet my clients with the small changes, yeah. which lead to probably bigger changes further down the line. But we, right. we don't start with them. Because, right. Well, again, um, that'd be overwhelming. Yeah. For somebody like me who who just dabbles a little bit in, I've had a lot of symptoms and red flags along the way and I've chosen to just, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It'll be fine. You know, I thank gosh, I finally stopped taking Advil for the headaches. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just something that I just did it because it masked the pain. I wasn't, my head didn't hurt anymore when I did that, but I wasn't getting to the root of it, but I needed just some smaller steps. Like all of these things that you probably share, we all know. Yeah. Just don't if, do them. Like, and they get in the way, right? Yeah. So the headaches that you mentioned, really. Yes. There's headaches in the way. I need to go out and do my thing today. So yeah. what's the quickest way to, yes. to get rid of this headache? That's and right. the root causes might be that you didn't sleep well the night before. Yeah. Your blood sugar's dysregulated. You're dehydrated or, or all three combined. Yeah. But until somebody... Um, takes a holistic case history from yep. you, which is, is what I would do. And I, I go back, right back to when you were born. I want to know, um, were you a regular birth? Were you a C-section baby? Really? Breastfed you? All of these things build a timeline um, for a person. And one of the, the biggest questions for someone to ask themselves is, when was the last time that you felt well? And then what happened? Because that's usually a defining moment. So for some people, it could be a virus or the um, vaccinations or a a bout of stress, chronic stress, and then they never quite recovered. So there'll be a line in the sand moment. And that's really what we're looking for. And then I like to get under that because the the coping mechanisms, so the caffeine, the alcohol, the oversleeping at the weekend. So people who are very, very busy in in their businesses, their jobs through the week, do they then oversleep at the weekend? So that's a sign that you you know you you need to catch up on that sleep, but you're using it as a coping mechanism to keep going, to keep pushing. Yep. Your body's throwing up these red flags to say, "Hey, listen, yes. there's something something yep. to pay attention to here." Yes, and we, and we just choose to ignore them. So okay, so uh, I love what you do. I love all the sounds of all of this. I just feel like you take a person, you meet them where they're at. Like, where are you at right now? But then you, you like, you go yeah. through a process, obviously, like mm-hmm. you said, 
I didn't realize you would go back to yeah. earth. Like that's, that's incredible. <laughs> that, but you, you see all the things that are, that are, yeah. that have happened yeah. to get you to get them to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you go from there. Right. So yeah, we're building a, a holistic picture and a lot of it we're, we're making um, sort of best guesses. We can't say for certain why things have manifested, but we're, we're looking for clues, root causes. Um, and then we're looking for triggers and drivers as well. Right. So a trigger could be a stressful event, but then that also becomes a driver, right? So you've somehow adapted to that stress, but then that stress is driving something um, which is then creating more symptoms and um, gut issues, headaches, migraines. You know. And the the triggers are something that I've learned in my in my coaching practice as well. Is that that we need those? Mm-hmm. We need those because then we become aware of what it is that that why we're reacting in our body or why we're yes. reacting outwardly. So triggers has always been a word that you know, people use, and it's a quite a negative term, like, oh, that triggered me or that it's like, oh, no, that's a good thing. Like we need those triggers so that we know what we can do to to change it. Yeah, we all have a blind spot, you know, we have still 360 degree um, vision, we all have a blind spot. And I think for a lot of people, me included, those red flags, those symptoms that are popping out, is our blind spot is the area that we've just conveniently just tucked away because, Oh, I don't quite know what to do with that. Or that's just too much to look at right now. Or, um, the classic one for the the types of clients that I work with is I I don't have time. I'm I'm far too busy for that. Yeah. Um, but if you don't make time for your, your health, you'll be forced to make time for your illness further down the line. So why not take control of it now, educate yourself now, um, you don't have to be perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. Right. You know, even as that is, how well can you feel? And for a lot of people, just a ten percent gain on where they are now is enough. Yes. Um, Incredible. Okay. So, so I want to. Um, I I didn't prepare you for anything, so <laughs> I, I'm sure you've got something. But for people to take away, so people to listen to this. Um, what are some of the things that I know it's, I know it's individual, but are mm. there some things that you focus on for everybody that is the same? Yeah. So right. um, there's three key things for people who are experiencing fatigue. So fatigue's yeah. one of those things that most people go to their doctor for, but they yeah. don't actually get a resolution because it's, there's multiple causes and yeah. root reasons, you know? So the, the top one for me with every client that I work with is looking at blood sugar regulation because most of us um, are on some kind of blood sugar high and low. So our blood sugar is like a crazy off the rails roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so an example of that is um, you might break your fast in the morning with like Cocoa Pops, Shreddies, some, right. something really sugary, yeah. carbohydrate dense. Um, it doesn't fill you up. It immediately spikes your blood sugar. But what then happens is because it spikes your blood sugar so high, you crash really low within about half an hour to an hour. Um, At that low point, um, you're not making good choices. Put it that way. You are making poor choices because your brain is 
um, seeking the glucose at that point because it's running off glucose. Um, so you'll make poorer choices. You won't be able to think straight, so there'll be brain fog, um, fatigue, irritable, that and that jangly, jittery feeling. At that point, someone could maybe reach for um, a coffee or a cookie or yeah. whatever it is. So more carbohydrates, more sugar, spike your blood sugar again, and then you crash. So that cycle repeats all through the day. Mm-hmm. And then they are potentially using alcohol in the evening to right. wind down. Right. There's yeah. no um nothing against alcohol, but when you're using it to manage right. something, yes. it then becomes something that you can become addicted to because you're right. using it to manage a state. So that blood sugar control needs to be leveled out so that there's a more gradual increase and a gradual decrease in insulin levels. So I would work with a client on making sure they've got a really good protein dense breakfast. Yeah. We would talk about potentially doing some intermittent fasting, but once they're at a point where there's some education around blood sugar, how to maintain it, um, we'd make sure they're properly hydrated, um, protein at every meal to balance out the blood sugar. Yeah. We would prioritize sleep and I would encourage clients to take their sleep as seriously as they do their nutrition. Wow. Sleep is, okay. is paramount. Yeah. It's where we do our, our recovery. Yes. You know, if, if we've been full on all day using our brains and our bodies and then we rest in the evening, we want to go into that deep, deep sleep so the, the brain clears out yeah. and the, the lymph system clears out. You know, digestion does yeah. what it needs to do. Huge priority, huge priority. And there's a lot of things out there that can help us with our sleep that were, well, I mean, I guess you have to find that stuff, but the the temperature of your room, the darkness of your room, even I've I've just recently heard that that eye masks are huge Mm -hmm. for helping you with your sleep. Again, probably all these things are trial and error, like try to see if it works for you, but whatever, but sleep's got to be, I've always yeah. thought that as a parent, uh, with when the, we have three daughters when they were all young, but sleep was my number one priority for them because mm-hmm. they were rarely sick. Mm-hmm. Like all of that to me had to do with a good sleep routine. Yeah, for and their that, whole system. That for me feeds back into the the types of clients that I work with is they don't prioritize sleep, so they're running their own businesses, so they're working. They're usually up very early if they've got young families, seeing the kids off to school and then they're cramming their work and they don't stop for lunch, they work through lunch. And they might stop for their evening meal where they see their their family and have family time. And then they're right back into working again and they're working till midnight, one in the morning, two in the morning. And it's, it's, that's fine in the odd occasion where you have to do that to meet a deadline, but if that becomes your normal, yeah. That then resets your your cycle within your body, and your body then, you know, it has to adapt to that. Yeah, and that then has a knock-on effect for the hormone systems, the things that control how tired you are. Yeah. So when you get to bed, there's that that saying "tired and wired." So you're lying there like I need to sleep, but I can't fall asleep because your brain is still yes. ticking away. So doing things like um, blue light walking glasses so if you have to work in the evening if you're on your laptop what can you do to mitigate the impact yeah. okay. of that blue light so yeah. can you buy a, a you know a cheap pair of 
blue light blocking glasses can you so fasting is a tool that I use so I don't eat after a certain point mm-hmm. in the evening so my digestion's starting to uh, do what it needs to do and I'm then not spiking my blood sugar levels right before I go to sleep which is putting right. me in, you know, in the right state to fall asleep um yeah. alcohol which would touched on alcohol stops you falling into that deep restorative sleep okay um so yeah it's 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 the awareness part so sleep blood sugar balance and the third one is um possibly getting some testing done on thyroid and adrenals yeah and vitamin d levels which is um something that i talked to my clients here in scotland about because of where we are yeah our terrible weather um, or lack of summer, <laughs> we don't get the sunshine that we need to right. um, to make the vitamin D in our body. So yeah. having someone test their levels and then we can supplement to bring them up to the, the point where they should be because we, we need vitamin D at an adequate level to support our immune system, mm-hmm. um, especially as we head into the winter time. Right. You know, if you've not had an adequate amount of sunshine during the summer which right. unfortunately Scotland hasn't it's rained for most of summer so oh you know gosh. we need we need to supplement as we head into the dark so, so yeah those are the key things so all of these things like when you when you're just describing them there these are totally doable absolutely right yeah. this is not a big overwhelming no, whole yeah. like and and I and I also how you go about things to keep it simple, right? Yeah. Keep it simple. Start just with start start where you are. It, yeah. it could be for someone where they start is they just make sure they drink um, minimum a litre of water a day. Right. That's all they do. That, yeah. You know, yeah. just no more complicated than that. That's just, just focus on that. Yeah. Focus and that. what we know about um, habit building is it builds esteem. So right. you feel good about yourself. You're like, oh yeah, I've done a whole week. I've, I've drank a litre of water. I, I might do two liters next week and then you start to build on that and then then you feel less sleepy your brain fog's gone you're sleeping better your skin's clearing up your digestion's great so then that part of you starts to look for what else could i do yeah could it's i giving you evidence right evidence yeah. to make you want more we, of that. we need that we're, we're yeah. quite um simplistic in that sense that we, we need that evidence and it, it keeps us going um and if we try to do all of it all at once we'll do none of it um, that's what I've said. I've yeah. been there. Totally. All or nothing. I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. And then it's like, oh, really all out. forget it. That was too hard. Um, so I, I like to use the, the, the wagon analogy with the clients is once they, once they know where the wagon is, and that's what we do at the outset, you know, like, where is your wagon? If they fall off, that's fine. That's just human nature. Life happens. You adapt, you overcome, you get back on the wagon. Right. Perfection doesn't exist. We're not looking for perfection. Yeah. All we're looking for is that minimum, that 10% gain um, yeah. can be life-changing for someone. Yes. So yeah, small steps done consistently. So your, I mean, your mission really is just for people to feel and live the most amazing life that they can, right? They're- yeah, I just, I want people to become aware of how good they could feel. And I think for a lot of people, they haven't actually experienced that or they have at some point in their youth and then there was a defining moment and then their energy just fell off a cliff and they're they're holding that as the place that they want to get back to so 
how can I help them yes. achieve that? Yeah. Yes. And and I, I guess, I don't know, maybe that's why we connect like that. Because because that my mission is similar. You've got the tools to get them there. Mine is the awareness piece. Like mm-hmm. if we all just start to take a little bit more time and become aware of, like you said, what are we feeling in our body? What are the thoughts that we're thinking mm-hmm. so often during the day that we're not aware of? The mm-hmm. autopilot that we get ourselves in because we just don't know how to get off it. So I I just, I think there's a real, um, there's a a place, a sweet spot, and it's not as hard to get there as we think it is. No, and we don't have to do it all at once. Right. (laughs) And and we all deserve it, right? We all deserve to, like, we have the capabilities of of living that life. And it's going to take some work because Mm -hmm. we've allowed it to get to a certain point where now we're like, I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. But I mean, even if we can teach our children and or teach our friends from an earlier age, oh my gosh, that the world would be a different place if we all put these into practice earlier. Yeah, I, I tend to see the clients come in at that point where they, they have had that moment where they're saying, I can't do this anymore. Something yeah. has to shift. And yeah. that's usually the point at which the right person can come in. I don't know if you've experienced that where yes. you're almost... You're taking the hands off your hands off the wheel. You're surrendering and saying, "Right, I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm out. Someone yeah. help me." And the right person can come in, and they're to, ready. They're they yes. need to be ready for it too. Yeah, right. Um, because when they're ready for it, you're right. That's I mean, that's the old saying. You know, the teacher appears when when the student is ready. <laughs> yeah, when the student is ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And and that's my clients in a nutshell have usually been through all the hoop jumping that they've had to do when they've gone to see their doctor and then this specialist and that specialist. And yeah. um, a lot of clients will practitioner hop as well. So they'll go to a Reiki practitioner, acupuncture, reflexology, and, and all those disciplines are fantastic. But if yeah. you're just jumping from one thing to the other, looking for that silver bullet, but no yeah. one's ever really joining it all together and then tying it back to see all the stress in your life is driving all of these symptoms and then I can put the, the client into that ecosystem where and you know I'm I'm side by side with them yeah. and then they'll get to a point where they're like yeah I'm good I've got this yes um, and and that's your that's what you want mm-hmm. you don't want them to have to be keep coming to you same mm-hmm. same with me it's like I don't want you to be dependent on me to keep telling you what to do. I, I want to give you the tools so that you can go and go, I don't need you anymore. It's like, sure. that, that's, you know, that's what you want to hear as somebody who, who is in that space of, you just want to help them get there and then give them the tools that they can do it themselves. Definitely. I think, I think what a lot of people, um, th- it takes them a long time to get there because they think they can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ask for help. That's another thing that we're not very good at. Is no, we're not. And especially help. here um, where I live in Scotland, we have that mentality where it's, you know, put up and shut up. Just just yeah. get on with it. You know, yeah. you don't know how lucky you are. Just just get on with it. Just grin and bear it. Don't yeah. over complain. Um, and that's not helpful because you're just then um, burying and numbing it out and it'll pop up somewhere else. Yeah. But the, the flip side of this is that 10% gain in someone's energy has a massive impact then in their life. So right. that 10% increase in energy, for example, 
goes into their business, it goes into their family. Yes. Suddenly their finances are better. And, yeah. um, you know, it just has that ripple effect. Their friendships are better. Yes. Everything's easier. Everything Life is, is easier. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think, and sometimes just pointing that piece out, right? Mm-hmm. You take time and become a bit more selfish for you. You you don't realize how big of an impact that makes on everyone yeah. around you and everything that you're touching. Absolutely. Yeah, get on themselves first. Get off the struggle bus. You know, you don't need to be on the struggle bus. Yes. You've got a choice. Um, yes, you have a choice. Yeah, asking for help is a, is a big one because we it don't is. like to do that. Yeah. I think we see that or we can see that as a sign of weakness, but yep. it's definitely yep. not. So um, true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. I, that's why I do the the podcast and the, and the channel is to bring people like you who are making a difference. You've seen the results, you know, that this, you know, that this works. So, I mean, if you could get your hands on everybody, you would, because you, you know, the difference that it's going to make in people's lives. <laughs> and that's, that's why I absolutely love having guests like you on. So if someone were to, um, reach out can you tell us where they can find you and and is it all one-on-one do you do any group are there do you have any workshops or courses people could take just to you know maybe they need a a step before the the big step yeah so my website is jennanelson.com and it's jenna with a g okay um, my instagram is gn.wellness okay um, so i'm on there um, but on my website is information around, so it's one-to-one coaching that I do. I find I get the most out of that and my clients get the most out of that one-to-one yep. uh, container. So we can really, really, like, I, I like to go deep. Um, yep. That's that's my thing. That's good. I love <laughs> I always that. always caveat that with clients, like, we, we're going deep. Um, <laughs> obviously, at the, the pace they're ready to go at. Um, so we do one-to-one work. Um, but if people want to dip their toe in the water I do uh there's a, a cleanse on there so there's a 14 day cleanse um and people like that because um they can just be sent a supplement box there's a protocol there's a meal plan you just follow it you've got my support um you know you get a support call with me and they can just dabble in it and I love just that. see how that feels um and there's also a report so some some people just like the information so they just want to know it in black and white. So what we'll do with that is timeline out their health history and then put it into a, a, a protocol, basically. Yep. They'll have a quick call with me and we'll run through it. But then they've got that document in black and white and you can refer to it. Um, and then they can come back in for coaching when they're ready. So if there's something that's come out of that and they think, yeah, that that's huge, I need some help, they can come in. Um, the, the coaching is the main part of what I do. Yeah, that's the bit that makes the biggest difference. So I, I could tell you what to do. Yeah, but you ain't going to do it yeah. until you understand why. And um, that's so the case true. for a lot of people. Yeah, so um, and it has to be bespoke to you because I could give you a plan for someone else, and it, 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 you know it's not relevant to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. I think you're, I think you're absolutely spot on. There's information out there everywhere and mm-hmm. and i think it might have been tony robbins but but they say that knowledge is potential power mm-hmm. right we can have all the knowledge in the world but un- until we're actually you know 
taking it on and doing the work. And I do really think that the one-on-one is so helpful because again, you can pick up a book and read it, but it doesn't, you know, there's, there's that added bit of support that I think is going to give people the results that they're, that they really want. I mean, they've come this far and they're dipping their toe in. It's like, just go all the way. Like, just, you know, you're worth it. Like Mm -hmm. people are worth it. And I think when it comes to spending money and, and we, we find things to spend money on, but it's harder to spend it on ourselves where, Yes. Maybe it's not a physical thing that they're going to see right away, but the benefits are just like, I can't even like, yeah, I, I, I see it as, yeah, I kind of see it as an investment. So yes, you, absolutely. You realize that investment straight away. It's the cumulative um, outcome of that. And yes, the other part that I, that I love is sharing resources. So if I read a book that really resonates or I listen mm-hmm. to a podcast or I meet someone, I want to tell everyone because <laughs> like you should know about this. You yes. Know? I, I'm not an expert. I've had my own journey. I've done training around this and I've implemented it. Yeah, I can share what I've done, but I always like to share what other people have done yes. as well because something yeah. in that might resonate. So yeah, resources is, is huge. Yeah, I, I, yeah, fantastic. That, that's, I mean, if you get something that good, why wouldn't you share it? Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> the fun part. I love that part. Well, okay, I'm going to um, wrap it up there. If you guys are um, interested in taking that next step, I I would love it if you reached out, checked out what Jenna had to offer. And um, you got the website, Jenna with a G, just make sure you remember that, follow on Instagram. And I uh, I just thank you so much for what you're doing and, and what Thanks, you're doing in the world. So thank you everybody for being here and listening and we will uh, see you next time. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Katie.